to plan for 2023 with intention and clarity for the best year yet? Well, if you answered yes, I've got an opportunity to set you on the pathway to success. As part of my October and November events, I'm going to be facilitating some online and some in-person workshops, which will help you to unpack 2022, look for the lessons and the challenges, ditch the negativity, set clear and attainable goals for 2023 that align to your heart-centered values. And there's something really special and dynamic about being in the room, in person, together working on your business. But it's not just about reflections and goals for your business, it's also about that for your personal life too, so that you can be more present with the people who mean the most to you and have that all-important self-care as part of your reality in 2023. And the reason that I'm hosting these workshops in October and November is so that you'll have time to allow yourself to switch off from your business during the silly season and enjoy it, knowing that you're set to make a great start for the new year. I'm going to step you through different techniques to reflect, reimagine and plan for a super successful year in 2023. So if you'd like to check out the locations of where I'll be holding the in-person workshops and the details of the online workshops, which can of course be accessed from anywhere, then head over to donahan.com forward slash events, where you'll find all the information. Today, I'm chatting about mums made for more. What is it? What's my definition of being a self-proclaimed mum who's made for more? I'm also sharing some report findings that indicate that Australian mums in business are taking back control of what's important to them and how mums in business are vital, but often are overlooked as part of our economy. I want to share some light on the outdated gender expectations that amplify mum guilt. And I'm sharing my thoughts on why it's time to disassociate with that concept of mum guilt. I'm hoping that this podcast is going to fire you up to start to ask for what you need to empower you to upskill your business knowledge because you're worth it and to face your responsibilities to set boundaries and evoke changes. I'm Donna Han, a business coach and an online course creator, and this is the She's in Business podcast. You can think of me as your business bestie, who's a few steps ahead of where you are right now. As a mum fueled with ambition and determination, I've created and sold three businesses. I've learnt the lessons, made mistakes, and I understand the daily juggle and the hustle. I also know what it's like when relationships fray and burnout taps you on the shoulder. That was my world until I reshaped and transformed the way I ran my six-figure business. Today, I help women to transform their businesses and go from being the overwhelmed entrepreneur to becoming the thriving entrepreneur, feeling energized, empowered, and fulfilled within their business lifestyle. I want to inspire your business journey and help you to stop spinning your wheels because I want you to burn bright instead of burning out. And I'll invite other entrepreneurs to share their real life stories too, because I want you to know that you're not alone. You can be the savvy entrepreneur that you are born to be and enjoy the freedom to do the things and be present with the people that mean the most to you. So if you're ready to rise to the next level and build a business by design, this is the She's in Business podcast for mums who are made for more.
So today I'm talking about mums made for more. And it's a phrase that I coined to describe an ambitious, savvy and creative woman who's really driven to be an amazing mum, but also driven to design, develop and grow her own business around her passion, around her skill set and around her family's needs, right? So a mum who's made for more is very adoring of her family and enjoys being a mother, but also sees herself as being made for more. And so I want to talk about this today because, you know, mums in business are really vital, but sometimes over our economy, it's a village to raise a family. I also think that it takes a village to support a mum in business to thrive because there's so many things that we kind of come up against. And so I kind of just want to talk about that in a little bit more depth today. And I'm going to share a few stats from a recent report that I came across, which was researched by the OECD and it was commissioned by Mums & Co. And so in this survey or this report that was developed, it talked to women about why they started their business, how they you know, deal with different parts of being a mum in business and that sort of stuff. And I found it quite fascinating. And I want to share with you some of the results from that report today as we go through. But a lot of women they discovered started their businesses due to workplace inflexibility. In fact, nearly half of them surveyed started their business because working for somebody else was not a viable option. Also, there was a lot of unequal pay issues going on and the increasing cost of childcare made it kind of just not an option to go and work for someone else in a traditional workplace. And instead, they started their own business. And the other thing is that technology has made it so much easier, easier than ever before to launch a business. And so over the past 10 years or so, it's pretty easy to see that mums are starting to take back control of what's really important to them. And financial independence or financial contribution, mental stimulation and career growth were key things that showed as being important factors for mums starting a business. And the report also showed that the number of mums in business is set to rise in the near future. And you know that wasn't a surprise to me and I think it's absolutely fabulous. I think it's also important to acknowledge that mums in business are really the hidden workforce and a really significant part of our economy here in Australia. I know that there are listeners from all over the world that tune into this podcast, and I wonder whether it's the same for you in your country. I think it's time that mums are better acknowledged and better supported in the business world. And it's obviously something that I'm really passionate about because, you know, after having multiple businesses over the years, both pre-kids and with kids in tow, the challenge is vastly different. And that's why I'm so passionate about supporting and empowering mums to upskill in their business and to build a community of like-minded women who inspire and support and uplift one another to really prevent that business burnout. So obviously, I think it's really fabulous that women are creating careers for themselves in business so that they have the time to spend with their children when they most need it, have the flexibility to raise their families alongside achieving their ambitions. So I'm going to continue to go back to that report by the OECD 
One of the findings that was important for women doing meaningful work is that they wanted to have the result of having of working in their own business was that both their incomes and their level of happiness increased. And I can 100% identify with that. And I bet if you're listening that you do as well. The report shared that the women surveyed got great satisfaction from being an entrepreneur and a successful businesswoman. And that got me thinking, if we feel so good about what we do when we're doing it as a business owner, and also if we're financially contributing to our family and we're working flexible hours, and in general, as a family unit, it works better for everybody, then why do we hear so much talk and feel so much mum guilt? Most mums experience a sense of mummy guilt. I hear about it all the time from the women that I work with, from my circle of friends. They say things like, I feel guilty about working on my business or time away from my kids, that kind of stuff. And it is a tough one. I think it's made really tough due to our social conditioning that over years and years of social conditioning, there has been this infused gender expectation as being the female parent that our whole purpose is to be a mum. And through our culture from the beginning of time, it's always just been that way. You know, millions of years, human history shows us that it's ingrained that gender roles as a male parent is that the provider and the female parent, you're the carer, you know, and that gender expectation of being a female parent is that your whole purpose is to be a mum, And that if you want to be more than that, often it comes with judgments like you're ungrateful for your children, or maybe there's something wrong with you. Like how can this precious bundle of joy not be enough for you? Or you're selfish for wanting to have a career, or you might have received advice that perhaps you're missing out on precious moments that you'll never get back. And all of that kind of stuff and kind of makes me mad. <laughs> you know, it makes me mad that as women, we've already got enough pressure upon us to then have this unfair judgment placed upon us if we want to be more than just being a mum, that there's something wrong with that. And so with this report that I was reading, I actually found it really refreshing. And also I'll say a little surprising because I do hear the whole mummy guilt thing pop up quite a lot of the time. What was really refreshing and also surprising was that the majority of business mums that they surveyed don't agree that they feel any guilt or that they have any less time to spend with their children. And a high five to that. I think that's amazing. That's exactly my purpose in you know running the business that I do as a business coach is to alleviate that feeling of mum guilt and to increase the amount of time that you spend with your children by being a really successful mum in business. And just going back to those stats, an overwhelming 87% believe that they're actually setting a good example for their kids by being a mum in business, which I 100% agree with. Now, when both my boys were babies, I was a business owner. And yes, there were moments where I felt a pretty big amount of mum guilt before I had worked on myself and evolved from that. But now that they are almost seven and 10, they ask me about business and why I do what I do and how I make the money that I make. And mum, what could I do if I wanted to be a business owner? And mum, if I did this, 
would that mean that I could get this? Like, so they're really thinking differently. I'm planting seeds in their mind that they can achieve anything that they want. And that could be that they have an idea and they turn it into a business. So I'm empowering my boys to create something from nothing, to take an idea and turn it into a lifestyle business, to teach them work ethics. Like they can't go to work with their dad. He's a high risk worker, but I can show them what diligence looks like. I can show them what work ethic is because I have the beautiful flexibility to work from home. And we talk about money. We talk about customer service. We talk about business strategy. You know, it's at their level as a seven-year-old and a 10-year-old, but we do talk about those things. And personally, I've moved past the mum guilt thing. But if you do still feel mum guilt, please know that I'm not shaming you here. I have been there in the past, big time. But I recognized that it wasn't serving me and it wasn't serving my family. And in fact, it was a whole lot of wasted energy and wasted worry. So I'm going to share with you a few tips that have helped me to move through that mum guilt. The other thing that I want to touch on here is that myth of the perfect blend for the working mother, that perfect balance. We know that it's never going to happen. So an unrealistic expectation that we sometimes carry in our invisible backpack, along with all the other stuff that goes into that invisible backpack. And I love the idea of the invisible backpack as a visual. And I first discovered this from reading the book called The Invisible Load, and it's written by Dr. Libby Weaver. But it goes along the lines of, as women, we have an invisible backpack that we wear. And in it goes all the things that we carry with us day to day, from an emotional perspective, to our responsibilities, to the self-talk that we have, to the worry. And each of those things are rocks that we put into the backpack. And over time, those rocks build up in numbers and the weight grows and grows and grows. And the idea is that instead of putting more rocks in, absent-mindedly without realizing it, what we actually need to do is start taking some of the rocks out and stop putting them in there, stop taking them on as our responsibility, as our worry and all of that kind of stuff. So the pressure of getting that perfect balance is one of those rocks that does not belong in your backpack. And I will say that I, and I talk about it a lot, that I do believe in the work-life blend as a business owner opposed to the work-life balance. And the difference is acknowledging that it's never going to be perfect, that it is an ebb and flow, that it's okay to have a super busy month followed by a not so busy month. And it's not the perfect balance, but it is a blend. So that being said, my tips for unlocking yourself from the burden of mum guilt and the pressure of being the perfect mother and the perfect business owner first of all, is to speak up and ask for what you need. It's having those conversations with your significant other. It's okay to say the current load that I'm carrying is not really working for me. Can we talk about how else this could look? You know, I can't do it all. I need to bounce some ideas with you of how this could look a little bit different in regards to our parenting responsibilities. The other way that sometimes you can say it is it would really mean a lot to me if I could do this, how can we make it work? Because, you know, sometimes there might be an opportunity that pops up for you as a business owner. And it may mean that, you know, you might have to travel interstate or do something like that. And that's a lot to 
logistically organize for your family. But if it means a lot to you, then speak up and say that to your significant other. It would really mean a lot to me if I could travel to wherever so that I could do this. How could we make that work? And it's hard sometimes. I still struggle with it if I'm really honest in speaking up and asking for what I need because I still feel a little bit trapped by the expectations that I need to be able to do everything. But I know what happens when I don't speak up and that leads to burnout. It leads to tension. It leads to resentment. So definitely speak up for what you need and make that a bit of a practice. The second thing is to remove yourself from people or situations where mum guilt is kind of pushed onto you. I'm asking you here to reject that shit and don't buy into it. Remove yourself from people or situations where that mum guilt is kind of elevated and you feel yourself being judged by what you do. Don't hang out with those people. Don't go to those kinds of situations or put yourself in those situations. Make sure you've kind of got a bit of a sentence in your back pocket that you can bring out to turn the conversation to something different. If those people are people that you can't separate yourself from, maybe members of your family or close friends. Number three is to set boundaries and have clear expectations of what you can and what you can't do. This is about really knowing your capabilities and also really getting to know your energy levels. Because the way that I think about this is if you have, you know how you load uh, batteries into a remote control car or something like that, and perhaps maybe there's like three batteries that go into that. Now, if the kids were playing with that remote control car and they were just taking it easy and doing what kids don't do with remote control cars, of course, they always go like flat stick. And when they go flat stick out and they hold the accelerator down and they're turning corners and they're kind of ramming into everything, the batteries get used up really, really quickly, right? So it's about knowing what your energy levels are, what activities within your business or what activities as a parent deplete your energy levels really quickly and which ones deplete your energy levels slower. Sometimes activities can actually increase our energy levels, depending on whether you're an introvert, an extrovert, you know, going to a networking opportunity may actually give you more energy and spark you up. Uh, Whereas for other people, it might actually drain the energy. So it's about really understanding your capabilities and your energy levels, and then setting boundaries to protect that and also your time. It's okay to say no. And it's also okay to say yes to the things that you want as well. But just be aware that your boundaries and the expectations of what you can and can't do are actually things that you control and it's your responsibility. So be aware of what you're saying yes and what you're saying no to. Be clear about the expectations of what you can and can't do. And then it's your job, it's your responsibility to hold yourself and other people to those boundaries and expectations. And number four is self-belief. Now, I believe that you can be a hands-on mum and have a really great business. I also believe that it's important to upskill your business knowledge because knowledge is power. And how you create your business around what works for you is really important. Rather than you working your butt off for very little financial return, or, you know, I see so many women who are working their butt off and really spinning their wheels and not actually moving the needle towards the goals that they want, the dreams that they're trying to create for themselves. The thing that can be a real game changer, if you find yourself in that pattern, 
is to learn from someone else who's walked that path before you and is willing to share their knowledge with you. And surrounding yourself with other mums in business, ones that are values aligned and can help you when you need to bounce ideas or when you want to be inspired, when you want to feel supported. And that all plays into the self-belief that you can be a great mum and also have a great business. That's just something to consider there as well. And number five is know that there will be highs and lows. Know that as a mum who's made for more, there will be great days and there will be hard days. And it's all part of the journey. So don't beat yourself up about it. Treat it all as a beautiful learning experience, a curious experiment, and appreciate that you do get to do the things that you do. Not everybody is in the opportunity where they get to create a business that lights them up each and every single day, but you do, you get to do that. And it's about appreciating that you get to do that. The other thing here to just mark, to talk about, is that mums made for more are courageous. And again, I think this is a really positive thing to show our kids. And it's a huge skill to demonstrate for them. Going into business means stepping into the unknown. It's even more daunting when it's not just yourself you're looking after, but you have a family that depends on you to provide for them. It's a huge step to go into a business rather than going and getting a part-time or a full-time job. Did you know that one third of women started their business whilst on parental leave? One in 10 started their business while pregnant and six out of 10 mums, they started their business with a infant or a toddler. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that courageous? Did you also know that more than half have businesses in a completely new field to what they were doing before having kids? Also super courageous. And 84% do it solo, meaning that they have no staff. Of those people who do employ staff, on average, they employ between four to five staff and they provide income for 216,000 Australians. So if you're a mum, made for more. What you're doing as a mum in business is really amazing. And there should be no guilt there at all. You should be so proud of yourself. And yeah, the journey isn't always easy. Almost 50% felt that being a mum acted as a barrier to their business success. And 50% also found that starting a business was really challenging. The report found more and more business owners are now turning to social media and networking groups to get the support that they need. And that's exactly why I created She's in Business. That's why I created this podcast and my group coaching program, Ready to Rise. They're all created specifically for the needs of mums in business. Everything that I do is geared up towards helping clients succeed in their specific area of business and to build a community of mums who have similar circumstances and experiences because I want to empower women because empowered women, and I believe that we're stronger together. I would advise anyone starting a business or wanting to grow or reshape their business to create a personal and professional network that you can lean on. It's so important because it's not always easy. Sometimes it's really tough. A mum who's made for more is ambitious, is savvy and creative and driven to develop and grow their business around their passion and their skill set and their family. And that chosen lifestyle can be filled with so many moments of joy when you hit those 
incredible goals. And then at other times it can be filled with frustration because maybe you didn't quite hit the mark. And I want you to remind yourself that with each of those experiences, it's a season in which we grow. And just like the seasons, the traditional seasons, in the winter, it can be harsh and stormy and cold. And then we can't wait for it to turn into those bright, sunny days. And in the springtime, the seeds that we planted six months ago bloom and the fruits will soon be there for you to pick. And it's the same with raising a family. And it's the same with growing a business. It takes time. There's continuous growth. And sometimes there are things that are beyond our control, like a storm or a really tough personal situation that affects your business or, you know, the other way around. And whilst there is so much of that feels like it's out of control, there's also so much that's actually within our control, but it starts with being kind to yourself. And it also means not giving up and embracing that, yes, you are a mum that's made for more. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing to feel guilty about. It's okay to have a purpose beyond being an amazing mum. I'm a mum that's made for more. So you know that you're not alone. But there's also a bunch of other mums made for more that are inside my free Facebook group. And if you want to be a part of that, you can search up She's in Business with Donna Han on Facebook and join the group because it's important for you to know that you're not alone. Being a mum that's made for more is amazing. And there's so many other mums that are made for more and are ready to inspire and support you inside the Facebook group. So get onto that. And if this has really landed for you, I want you to find me on Instagram and I want you to send me a DM if it's landed for you because I will personally respond to all of my DMs. And if you needed to hear this today, then I'd love to hear from you and I'd love to hear your thoughts around it. And I'd love to be a part of your support network. I hope it's been interesting to listen to all the different stats from other mums in business and to learn a few different tips that will help you to move away from that mum guilt and to help you embrace the amazing mum that you are and the amazing businesswoman that you are, to speak up and ask for what you need, to remove yourself from those situations or those people who kind of load their judgment on you and to set some boundaries, to keep believing in yourself and to know that there is no perfect balance. It's always a work in progress and that's okay. You're showing and you're teaching your kids great things. So keep doing what you're doing. Thank you for listening to this episode of the She's in Business podcast. If you enjoyed it, please share it on Instagram and Facebook. And I'd be so grateful if you could leave me a review on iTunes. Be sure to include your business name and Insta handle so I can give you a shout out too. If you want to know more about what I do, the programs that I offer, then head over to www.donnahan.com and follow me on Instagram at Donna underscore Han underscore S-I-B. I hope this podcast inspires you to be courageous and take action in carving out your very own business by design, where you can avoid burnout and shine like the universe is yours.